I just found out recently that it is illegal to have just one guinea pig in Switzerland. Why? <laughs> because like you just, is it illegal yeah. for them to be lonely? Yeah, they're social animals. You have to have at least one buddy for them. That counts for uh, guinea pigs. Uh, shit, I don't think it's dogs. It's like some like parrots or something need a buddy as well. So <laughs> there's actually an organization. There's one woman that rents out guinea pigs Wait. because well, there's- if you if your one guinea pig dies, then you're outside of the law suddenly. Through no fault of your own, but where's, you don't see where's the job to like guinea pig hunter? I don't know, but I will apply for it and win it immediately. Is there some sort of organization that has to verify that you got an actual compatible friend for your guinea pig? I, like, do they come out and go, "No, look, these don't get along at all. You can't have these two. This we is need a to ferret, get sir. <laughs> sir, sir, sir." I just like the idea of somebody renting out guinea pigs. They only get rented out once, and then if they return to her. They find a forever home after that. They're not prostitute guinea pigs. So is it like a <laughs> Netflix? very clear on that one. Oh. Is it Netflix for guinea pigs? <laughs> yeah, pretty guinea much. Pigs. What what pigs? Guinea bucks. Oh, but you can still skin a cat, so that's legal. Um, what? Uh, it's that's a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, God, I'll, oh, I'll think later. It's going to be great. Yeah, no... Nice and easy. No right, problem. Well, seven, eight hours of work. We're bottle fuchsia and we're going to think later. Yay. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No promises. can check out our content at bottledfuchsia.com. We have a whole lot of... We are constantly fighting for who has the number one spot in <clears> articles <throat> recently. So lots of content yeah. is going up. Yeah. Anyway, you can find all sorts of stuff at bottledfuchsia.com, including crazy corgi picture. And new Pokemasters and Pokemadness yep. articles. Our happy hour from... Two Sundays ago, the thirteenth is yeah, up there two weeks now. Ago. Yeah, uh, I have more videos that are processing, so more stuff will continue to happen. You can find our streams at Twitch.tv/bottledfuchsia and all of said videos at YouTube.com/bottledfuchsia and on Facebook, Twitter at bottledfuchsia. We're very creative with that name. We're consistent. Yes, we got to most of the things. <laughs> we do good branding. We do. Right. We are number one for bottled fuchsia. Not. <laughs> not yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been terrified that. I'm going to be really sad if we're not. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. <laughs> Team Moon Moon, <laughs> number one result. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, so on the podcast tonight, we have Kay. Hello. Aaron. Hi. Nanners. Hello. Deb. Hello. And I am John. So we are going to try and do something new and try and keep this to around an hour. We'll see how successful we are with that. I'm telling 
everyone who listens so they can yell at us when we, when we go don't. over that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Three hours from now when you're done listening <laughs> to this podcast. not what I was promised. Uh, but let's start it off with Kay. What have you okay. been playing the past two weeks? <laughs> I like how he's going to start with me because I have the least content to talk about. <laughs> no, I'm just going Skype order. So. Oh, okay. uh, so I finished my playthrough of Diablo 2. Uh, which was pretty fantastic. That game is still good. Uh, oh, the- still end the same way after all these years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, still sitting a while and listening. Uh, I played a little bit of Path of Exile, um, but mostly I've discovered that Rocket League is a great game. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, what system are you playing it on? Uh, PC, uh, PC mm. with controller and. Um, I, I, I fully realize that I'm completely late to the party there, that it's been a great game, that everybody else was like, this is a great game, this is a great game. Uh, and so I finally downloaded it, finally installed it, played it, and I fucking love it. We should make a video about that game, because I agree, that game's a lot of fun. Yeah, like yeah. I, now that I'm into it, I, I'm, I'm like, hey guys, I want to play this game, like this this cool game we should play, because <laughs> I want to play it with you guys. Uh, so far, I've only played it with one other friend, which was pretty fun. Uh, but I would love to like get a, a group together. Uh, what mode not... do you find you like the best in it? Or are you uh, still sort of playing around with all uh, of them? I'm mostly just still trying to play around with it. There is a season, which I guess is like a, a season, a career mode a lot of games have, where you kind of, um, it's just like a single player. Uh, it's all bots, right? What? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all yeah, bots. Your it's, teammates are bots. Your opponents are bots. It's me with my teammate bots, yeah, versus bot bot teams uh and i'm kicking butt in that uh i think i'm four or five games into the season and i'm like four or five and oh i haven't lost a match yet um i'm i'm like the number one scorer uh, one of my favorite things about it though is that the teams are blue and orange so i always get to pick or team orange <laughs> nice happy about do that. you still get the uh unlocks when you do the uh season uh, I'm, yeah i'm unlocking certain things um mm-hmm. A lot of it is cosmetic things. You get little, like, funny little hats for your car, different models for your car. Um, the one friend I was playing with had the, uh, I think it was the Back to the Future car, the DeLorean, Ooh, to be able to play with. Yeah. And that was, like, DLC that um, he had bought. Um, and I think there's Batman that you can buy and play as That's that. a recent cross-promotion, isn't it, for... Batman yeah, v well, Superman. The, the cross promotion is actually the reason that I kind of played it. Uh, I got an email from Dying Light, which <laughs> yep. was my game of the year or second game of the year last year. Um, that says something about like Dying Light and Rocket League, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Rocket League is a game I've been meaning to play," um, but I don't actually know what the cross promotion was. I don't the Dune the- buggy from the expansion is coming to Rocket League. Okay, so I haven't played any of the Dying Light expansions, so that doesn't make any sense to me, but... <laughs> you have a dune buggy. It's going to okay. be in Rocket League. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah. Um, that was... I, the the customization options, meh. Uh, like, I... I what, I... what I really, really want to play as is a smart car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... They're continuing to support it, so... Exactly. Like, why is it not already in there? Um, yeah. But yeah, that's well. I guess all the the rest of the chassis are kind of the same size. Yeah, I guess they're just kind of either maybe bulkier or, or very, more sleek. But there's nothing that's actually to me. 
Yeah, there's nothing that's it's, actually different. Yeah, it's done intentionally with so that the gameplay is the exact same for every single car model. Yeah. Right. I guess if you were a smart car, you'd have a much smaller hitbox. I, and I don't know. Like I, that would make the game interesting, though. Kind of maybe stretch it out a little bit. I don't know. I thought two smart cars. <laughs> just I kind of thought the smart car looked like the the right size for some of the games. Some of the some of the the models are kind of boxy. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you could oversize it a little bit so it looks like a smart car, but fits in like the same size. Yeah. Something. It's not a smart car that way, though. It's more like a, a B student car. And if it's, then it's just a car. Too big. It's just a car. They do have... Smart does make a 4.4, but that's... Uh, uh, now we're getting into an automotive podcast. Uh, so, yeah. Heaven forbid. Yeah. So, I, I have another important question for you. Okay. Follow the ball mode or behind the car mode? Uh, mostly behind the car mode. Follow the ball mode makes me drive in the wrong direction. I do use it occasionally to find the ball. So there is a yep. mode where you can press a button to sort of temporarily figure out where the ball is and your camera angle changes. Um, and that's great for like figuring out, okay, the ball's behind me. But I have occasionally gotten, like, I've forgotten to take it off that mode. Uh, and then I'm like kind of trying to basically drive in like a mirrored mode and I'm, I'm driving all the wrong way. Yeah, it's really hard to to actually hit the ball uh, in follow the the ball mode, in my opinion. Yeah, because uh, the camera just stays pointed at the ball no matter where it is. Exactly, and it keeps your car in front of the camera, but you could be facing any direction whatsoever. Yeah, and I'm behind is is my way. Yeah, hey yo, <laughs> Aaron, what have you been playing? Um, all right. Uh, my fiance finally finished Undertale, uh, which was great. Um, we, uh, then uh, after, uh, she, she skipped over running back through the entire map and talking to everybody. So I just, you know, kind of told her, gave her the rundown YouTube. Uh, of, of what people would, would say, uh, hit YouTube, uh, watch the video of what, uh, the character at the very end says. Uh, and then we sat and watched an hour long video, uh, covering all of the differences in a genocide run. So it, it actually started near the beginning of the game. It went through a whole lot of battles, uh, a lot of key moments and, and how they're different and how, uh, characters respond to you differently and then of course ends uh with the different ending boss fight and the the different choice you get to make at the end uh and uh i mean i don't think i have i have it in me to do a genocide run especially considering the ending boss battle looks way harder than anything else in that entire game i don't think i'd ever make it through it uh but that was that was neat to go over um but, okay, I'm talking in depth about not my main game. Uh, played a whole lot more Pokemon that you can read about in the article I posted uh, just the other day on the site. Uh, we started uh, Armacrog, uh, which is another adventure game. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think that was from the, the makers of Earthworm Jim. Uh, I might be wrong on that. Really neat uh, art, artistic style on that, though. Everything's claymation. Looks fantastic. Um, very challenging. Uh, but the game that I stayed up until 3.30 this morning playing... Uh, because somewhere around 1 o'clock in the morning, I realized it had been released, and I forgot that it was coming out. Uh, Day of the Tentacle Remastered. That uh, Double fine. Like <laughs> I'm glad it was remastered, uh, though. It was remastered. Um, Double Fine seems to have just gotten a hold of all of the classic LucasArts adventures, and they're just slowly working through the catalog, uh, remastering them, cleaning them up, and, and re-releasing them so that they run on modern platforms. And it's fantastic. These are all some of my favorite games of all time. Day of the Tentacle specifically is one of my favorites of all time. 
um, the art style, uh, heavily Chuck Jones in- influenced, um, had great like fluid animation even back then, and now it's just they, they've gone through and, and cleaned up all the art, kind of done a, a high res take on everything. Uh, you can still like with all of these re releases switch between the classic graphical style and the new stuff uh, with just a key press. Um, they've definitely cleaned up all the uh, audio recordings. It sounds great. Um, the only nitpicks I have so far, the music engine for the uh, the newer uh, music, the uh, the whatever remastered. Uh, it sounds like they just went through and kind of recorded the uh, the Roland version of the uh, the old MIDI track. Uh, when you're listening to the remastered version of it, it does kind of uh, stutter and skip sometimes. It'll probably get fixed with the patch in the near future. Uh, I haven't played it in the classic mode long enough to see if it's also happening there, but I don't think it is. Uh, otherwise, uh, one of the best adventure games of all time. Um, just, I don't know, I, I, I'm enjoying the new presentation of it. Uh, I was also playing with the developer commentary on. He actually got a whole lot of the crew from LucasArts that worked on the game together uh, to record commentary for it, which is neat. Uh, but the way they implemented it in the game is very clunky. It, if you enable it, it prompts you to press A to listen to a commentary track on a particular screen that you're on. Um, but it doesn't tell you if you've already heard that before. Um, it doesn't give you the option to like skip through it. Uh, so if you accidentally cancel out of a really long uh, piece of commentary, you have to start it over that on that seems same screen. Dumb. Yeah, like, it's it's very clunky uh, the implementation. Here's the uh, thing but that I've, you don't like, and you're gonna skip through, and then be punished for it. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, but otherwise, really enjoying this uh, release of it so far. I haven't finished it, but I got thirty percent of the way through it in a couple of hours. So I. Still remember most of the solutions to the puzzles. I was going to say, as someone who has never played this game before, is this an adventure game you would recommend that would hold up in this day and age? Or is it a lot of, how would I have known to possibly put this item on this item? So, that's a thing, though. I mean, if you're talking what makes a good adventure game, at least back in in this this era of gaming, that was a very common tactic for uh, designing puzzles is sometimes you really just had to try every object in your inventory with with something or or talk to everybody multiple times to find the thing this game has a couple of those puzzles in it um but i think it does hold up really well um the new presentation i think it makes it even better uh if you're just getting into it now but expect it to be a full-on adventure game experience you're you're going to get stuck and frustrated which is the whole point of classic adventure games um but as long as you're you're down for that uh, it's totally worth uh playing and checking out what does that cost at this point i uh, believe that was 14.99 on steam that um sounds about right for a re-released I think, adventure game <laughs> yeah i think that's what it was let me verify that context <laughs> <laughs> yes it's 14.99 Sweet. on steam oh that's not bad and that's that that covers me for the the past couple of weeks all right nanners how about you what have you been up to i have been playing a fair amount of path of exile uh now that my account is unbanned it's been great to go back to did you ever find out why you got banned Mm -mm, they won't tell me okay yeah i've asked like four times now like hey did i do something where like you guys got upset at me, and just nothing. 
So oh, let me know so, like I, a relationship. so I don't do that thing anymore. Yeah. No, it's fine. Everything's no. fine. You didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Did it, was that like, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. Do I have yeah. like an item that got respect and mine didn't get respect? Do I need to like respect my character? Like my stats screwed up somehow because I haven't played in like a year? Like what's going on? No, you're fine. <laughs> well, okay, great. Um, so I also played some Factorio. Actually recorded a shot of Fuchsia for that. Is that, that's an early access game, right? It is. Um, it is very complete. I've very much enjoyed playing that. Uh, I was going to make that my main game to talk about, but then this other thing came along, which is called Deadbolt. And Did just lock a bunch of doors? Deadbolt is made by the people that made uh, Risk of Rain, which was one of my favorite games from the last few years. Oh, yeah. So when I saw this come out, I thought, all right, well, I'll check it out. And I'm really liking it. Um, if you played Ronin or... Fuck, what was the name of the other game? Gunpoint. Gunpoint, thank you. Uh, if you played either of those, this game is very similar to that. Uh, you play as the Angel of Death, and you're going around murdering zombies. And these zombies seem to have been created from Drake taking a drug called Ash. Um, so the basic setup is... So are the people alive, they take the ash, and then they become zombies, and death has to make the zombies dead because yes. he doesn't like the fact that they're zombies. Yep. Yep. Okay. Nice. And you're <laughs> going that all checks out. Yep. destroying the drugs <laughs> in some cases or just, like, taking out members of the drug gang. Um, it's a lot of fun. It is one shot on you always kills you. Uh, it can be like five or six shots on enemies depending on what weapon you're using so there's so, so like gameplay wise can you pause at any point or is no. it all in action all the time it's all in action all the time there are spots you can hide in some levels so a lot of times i will hide somewhere and try and figure out like okay where can i actually pop out or where can i move around to try and get through this puzzle uh you can definitely screw yourself over too there's some melee weapons that can be thrown so i've accidentally thrown knives into two people and then went back for another knife and realized oh i'm out uh and i've got no other way of defending myself now so that's always fun um especially when it's like the last guy that you need to get in a level and you realize you've just totally screwed yourself so that's rough yeah it's fun um but that game's fantastic I, i love the music i love the um visual style of it the gameplay is fun. Um, there's not a huge penalty for losing. Is, um, is the visual style Risk of Rainy, like, really pixely, or is it more defined than that? It looks like somebody took Gunpoint and Risk of Rain and kind of mashed them together a little bit. Okay. So, so still, like, pixel art-y? Yeah. So they were both pixely, yeah, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. That can I, be fun. I recommend it. It's, like, cool. 10 bucks right now on Steam. Um, that's its normal price, and I would be sure to play that if I didn't have eighty thousand other games to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Twenty sixteen, man. Fucking Maybe video games. Game of the year <laughs> is gonna suck this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. My it's list be on is full on eight hours. Getting long already. Yep. Hmm. The one real problem I have with it is so you get souls from beating a mission and there is like an item shop that you can go to and buy different weapons to take into missions with you. So it's got that like hitman blood money. You can go in, you can change your loadout for what you need. Uh, The only problem is you can't 
you don't have enough currency to get all the weapons, and you can't test or try any of the weapons beforehand. So you can read the description and see what they say they do, but, like, you know, there, there's never a perfect way of, the, of a developer describing them and then you knowing what they're going to feel like. There's one or two that look like they'd be right up my alley, but I have no idea, and I almost don't want to spend any currency in case the weapon is wrong for me. So that could use some fixing. They could use, like, a try this before you buy it feature. And Deadbolt is a... That's out. out, Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. That is a full release. I hate the world where we have to ask that question with every (laughs) video game. (laughs) Although, you know. Demos. We could just say, now was that a demo you played? Yeah. No, nobody will know what you're talking about if you say that. Oh, demo. What's a demo? Deb, what have you been playing? So I've been playing uh, Warframe, of course. Uh, they haven't really done any more patches. They kind of did a little hot fix to fix some of the bugs. Um, it's a big game, so every time they do a patch, they usually introduce a number of bugs, and then they fix them. Um, you know, it's just that sort of thing. Uh, played Pokemon o- uh, Omega Ruby and got my ass handed to me because that team was a terrible idea. And then <laughs> they did well until uh, the, they started coming out to battle. They, yeah, <laughs> they were really good in their pokeballs. They were yeah, they, they were, were great. Um, did you cosplay them up? Oh, uh, should have. Oh yeah. yeah, that's probably the problem. They need more lucha masks. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> You're gonna have to explain that one. Uh, in the later, in the more recent games, you can actually dress your Pokemon up and put them in little fashion shows. I don't remember what is that, that gives any you. Pokemon? Because I know it, it gives you a Pikachu sad, that sad. you can dress up. It gives yeah. you a sad. Yeah, it gives me a huge sad, <laughs> raging sad. Um, oh. So, uh, the other games I played, Civ Five, which I'm tempted to go into great detail about, but that would be so boring. I think I would fall asleep. Um, and then Else Heartbreak, which I was playing the last time we talked, and I said I wasn't really into it. Maybe I need to pay attention. So I played some more hours, and I paid attention, and I watched some videos, and I still don't get this fucking game. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's just everybody else is, like, doing a conspiracy on the internet where they're like, yes, this is really arty, and this is a great game, and you'll love the puzzles. And I'm just sitting here going, like, I don't even know where I'm going. So. Clearly you don't get it. I, this game wasn't for you, I wish you, I Deb. did. Sorry. Um, so, so are you firmly declaring the games are not art? No. That is not what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't think I, don't I can know. host I Just Play for the Story and say that, actually. I think I would have well, to stop where you doing it. Systematically break down how every game is not oh, art, right. right? That's your podcast. <laughs> now um, that I've mentioned it, we're due for a story on the website about that mm, topic because yeah. we need to write one every quarter. <laughs> I think that's about how often that topic comes up in the media, right? Hmm. Yeah. At least. I mean, uh we can save that for the written word. It's too long to talk about here. Sure. Um, but Elle's Heartbreak, so it came out last year, uh, late last year, and early this year was when it was sort of, it went into a humble bundle. I think it was getting a wider release. So it looks like they put some more things into it, but the problem is that when you get, like, a quest, you don't have a journal to write that in. So any details you got about where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to get... That's that's just it. 
you you rely on your own memory or you have to write it down in notepad or something it's not a good mechanic um that and the fact that the story doesn't seem to start for the first couple of gay gay uh sorry days in game um <laughs> uh, sorry guys i'm in baltimore so yeah police sorry i'm in baltimore <laughs> in the end <laughs> I, there's nothing I can do about the police. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Just happy to hear them out there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the game is slow to start. I think there's more stuff that you do later on, I would hope, and then it gets more interesting, but it's just the fact that it's taken so long. I'm four or five hours into it and really have not gotten any progress or any meaningful anything done. So it's, it feels really boring to me, and I'm having a hard time keeping up with it. Now, maybe 10 hours in, it'll be more interesting, but I think that's kind of not a great selling point for an adventure game. Fair enough. <laughs> is that going to get a write-up or a video, or is that about the <sighs> amount of time you think it deserves? I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's starting to feel like a job. I mean, mm. you're jo- you have to sell mm. soda in the game, so it is kind of a job mm. as well. <laughs> I'm really tired of getting shot down by people that don't want soda for some reason. So it's it sounds like, it sounds actually like soda he, sales simulator yeah. 2016. It's like me at a bar. Fresca. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking of giving that game a shot. Maybe I could get a second opinion for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds painful. So it's just I think if they had a journal that you could log what people had just told you or even important things that you should remember, that would really help the game because there aren't a lot of hints or like a lot of the NPCs one of the NPCs especially that runs the hotel you stay in uh, if you try to ask her where things are she just tells you she doesn't know because she just works at the hotel and that's it she is the least human least helpful human being in that game ever created wow. yeah what if you have questions about the hotel uh, then she she'll just kind of look at you and say okay she's really just not wow. not there okay. to help yeah. Oh, I played some Stardew Valley today. How's that? I don't know what it, that is. It's Harvest Moon on Steam. It, yeah. If you've ever played Harvest Moon, it is very similar to that, okay. I think. Um, uh, it, it's pixel arty, kind of like Terraria-ish. Uh, and your grandfather leaves you a farm. You have to clean it up. And you essentially... <laughs> Start the plate spinning of talking to all the people in town. Animal Crossing is farming. <laughs> that is uh, entirely the opening to every Harvest Moon game. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I think, but yeah, that I, I guess the thing it adds to this is there's a cave that is essentially a dungeon. So there's some combat, and you go down. Okay, sure. <laughs> I never played Harvest did, Moon, Harvest so it's all new to me, damn it. <laughs> Harvest Moon did, did not the later have ones have the combat? Cause yeah. The, yeah, the early ones, at least. The ones... Um, I didn't I didn't play the later ones, but the early ones didn't whatever, have combat. Uh, the one for the DS Fat definitely had mines in it that you would go down and down and down in. Um, mm. Whatever was after that, I'm not sure. I, s- huh. I don't even know... 
I don't remember there being a Harvest Moon much after that. I thought there was Rune Factory, and then that was kind yeah, of the thing. That's what the series switched over right. to. But okay, well, anyway, <laughs> I played. Did you uh, successfully raise a farm and find a love interest? I am like four days in, so I'm not very far at all. I started no. clearing out my because when you get your farm, it's essentially been left for like it's a wasteland. Yeah, you got to clean sure. up all the yeah. rocks. Got to clean out all the weeds. Uh, one of your quests is to go talk to everyone in town, and I'm still missing four of those people. So that's. It's not the game I was going to talk about. I just got started with it. <laughs> um, but I wanted to read the opening line of that game. All right. So, your grandfather is talking to you, presumably from his deathbed. And he says, There will come a day when you feel crushed by the burden of modern life. Dot, dot, dot. Whoa. Your bright spirit will fade before a growing <laughs> emptiness. This guy's oh, Wow. Holy cow. And it just cuts to the credits. And There's it, no game. He, he basically <laughs> then tells you, like, when you get to that point in your life, open this letter. Holy and shit. he he left you the farm. I think, no, I think the next part of that wait, is actual so- sunlight. It opens into actual sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, no, the game starts with your character having opened the letter and taken the farm. Like, so you're assuming your character has reached that low point and they're that crushing. It shows it. So you get the letter and then it cuts to your character sitting in like a dead end, like workplace where it's just like phones and keyboards and a giant oh. office and everyone's typing. And like your character's just like sitting there barely like keeping his eyes open and like wow. looks down at like his desk and opens it. And then you read the letter like, Yo, I guess your life sucks now. Here's a farm. <laughs> wow. And then you take a so, bus and you have a farm. <laughs> I guess I can see how this has caught on with so many people now. It, like every other Harvest Moon game just starts where you just arrive at the farm. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I was left this farm. This actually gives you the buildup of like, no, your life was shit. I mean, <laughs> now you're at the farm yeah. because it was either that or kill yourself. I mean, like, does it have to be that way? Can't it just be like, hey, you know, that agricultural degree is not going anywhere on your desk where <laughs> <laughs> you work in. You knew that when you were getting it. <laughs> so the town also has a, what is it, a Joja Mart, which is essentially Walmart. Right. And they are oh. trying to buy the town center to oh, turn no. it into a warehouse. <laughs> it's a Disney film. It, it, uh, it, it's it's I, a bit too real, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Huh. Like, I understand why this game just, like, sort of knocks it out of the park with a lot of people. <laughs> sure, yeah. Because that setup no, is just like, fuck those guys. I'm going to farm so good. I'm going to take over this town. I'm going to run this town. Anyway, that's not the game I wanted to talk about. <laughs> uh, I've also... This past week, beat Pokemon Red finally and caught all the legendaries. So I think I'm done with that. Nice. I got a. Uh, I also got Omega Ruby. Nice. Uh, today, so I am abusing the bank and giving myself all the starting Pokemon so that I can play through that game. Well, that's three of us with Omega Ruby, so we can't leverage trading stuff out of Alpha. What? Thanks. Oh, I've got, Alpha I've Sapphire. Got no one, Thanks, guys. No one checked okay. in. But no I'm one told me. So I'm going to charge you guys. I, I always, <laughs> I always go red. So. Yeah, same here. My my fiance's got Alpha Sapphire, so I'm just kind of like sitting here patiently, just like, did you did you catch anything else today? Did you get to yeah. next gym? <laughs> uh, try not to be too pushy. Though. That's probably one, good. One of the Xbox free games this half of the month is Lords of the Fallen, 
which I had heard about that game, but never really looked into what it was or how it played. It's Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls, oh. but a little bit easier is what that game is. It's not as good either. Um, so the game I did want to talk about was I picked up Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Holy shit, have I missed out by not playing the Uncharted games. I sat down on Saturday and started the first Uncharted game, and by 3 a.m. had finished the first Uncharted Holy game. Holy crap, Nice. Damn. I think it was about, actually, like, eight and a half hours or so. So, you know, not a super long game. If, like, that game just keeps moving. Like, I... You can sit and easily play two chapters of that game, and there's about 24 in the game. Is that sort of like just... So I've never played them either. Is it like exploration into a set piece and then like kind of back and forth? So essentially that's what it is. The pattern that that game falls into is examining, looking around, you do some platforming for a while, you shoot a bunch of stuff, there's probably a cutscene, and then repeat that whole process over and over and over again. Hmm. Uh, but it works really well. The characters, at, I mean, Naughty Dog does a really good job with those games. Uh, and I, I don't think it's anything strange for me to say that those games are really good, considering everyone has been saying those games are really good for a long time. I just haven't played them. Hmm. Um, so you're just one in, or, or did you start two? Like there, I have ten more chapters left in the second game. <laughs> all right. So um, I want to get through all of them bef- by the time four gets out. I wanted to at least play one before Uncharted Four came out later this year, just to see if that was a game that I, you know, thought I would like. And it turns out, yes, that is absolutely a game I would like. Um, just based on the list that I had last year, having Tomb Raider as high as I did on my list, I think I had it around four or five. This game is, I understand Tomb Raider now. Like, I understand <laughs> like what they, what were, going they for. were doing. Yeah. Nice. They took a lot so of this, think- but I, you know, Laura isn't as, I guess, snarky a character as Nathan Drake is. Uh, well, it sounds like taking the fun out of the uh, experience then. Well, they do different things. They Their game is more of an open world type game where you can sort mm-hmm. of travel back and forth. Um, uh, at some point, Nathan Drake just makes the comment, I'm so tired of climbing things. I just, well, <laughs> sorry, man. They're making a fourth one now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, that, um, he made some I other got... comment that, were you impressed I got through all of those guys by myself? Says Nathan Drake <laughs> halfway through the second game where he's been fighting guys all by himself. Like, <laughs> it's just got charm to it. I, I really enjoy it. The cutscenes are great. I thought that was a game that was sort of notorious for, uh, oh, whatchamacallit, push the button, push X now or die. Quick time, quick time events. events. So what? Yeah, yeah. What does set that game apart? Like style, charm. Yeah, I think it's engaging. just really well produced and really well put together. Because hmm. I've been trying to think of like why is this game like it flows. It one of the things I think it does better than a lot of games is it flows really well. 
from one thing to another. Like, I will sit and go, okay, I'm going to play one more chapter. And be like, well, that chapter went by pretty quick. I'm going to play another chapter. And it doesn't feel... It's a mix between just hard enough and enjoyable. Like, all the platforming, it's fairly easy to tell where you have to go. It's like, the thing's sticking out of the wall. Okay, now hold a direction until he reaches his arm out, because that's the indicator that I can jump that way now. So it's all fairly simplified, but it's still fun. I don't know. Sort of how I felt about the old, uh, old at this point, Prince of Persia games, because you'd yeah. get, like, every level was kind of laid out, like, okay, this is an environmental puzzle I've got to solve. I need to figure out how to get from here to over that place and uh, across all these outcroppings and whatever. And then you get over there and you have an action scene and then repeat to the, it, the end of the game, it, which I, did, I thought flowed pretty well, too. It has a lot of moments that, like, I just find myself just saying, that's, that's great. Uh, mm. it, at one point in the first game, you were riding a jet ski. I'm just going to spoil the shit out of these games because they've been out <laughs> forever and whatever. Uh, you're riding a jet ski up the river, so against the current, and it kind of sucks doing that the whole time. And there are these barrels that are just floating at you. like, And if you hit them, you blow up. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Why are there just barrels? And eventually, you drive past a guy throwing the barrels into the <laughs> river, and I was like, that's fantastic that they took the absolute time <laughs> to add that guy in there, just unloading a truck and throwing these barrels in the river. And you just have to ride by and shoot them. Just like, knock it off, asshole. <laughs> uh, in the second game, I've kind of found it by accident, but there are a lot of ladders that get dropped down. Like if you hoist someone up, they'll drop a ladder for you. And if you stand too close to where the ladder drops, there's a little animated cutscene where you go, whoa, and jumps out of the way. Just like little attention to detail that I think is really well done in those games. That's pretty cool. Do you feel like, um, is there a lot to potentially explore that you're skipping over maybe? There is. Like, um, okay. I There are like, relics and things to collect, and I got through the first game getting maybe just over half. Hmm. So I'm doing some exploring, but not, you know, killing myself, trying to explore every second of it. Um, so, anyway, that's... There it is. The, uh, the Uncharted games are good. The fourth <laughs> one got tips. pushed back, didn't it? Like, it's, it's out in April now or something? I don't know. That's fine with me. Yeah. Give me more time. <laughs> Gives you some time, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's hop into the news. So the first topic that we all agreed that absolutely needed to be discussed was there is now potential for cross-console multiplayer, and it's starting with Rocket League. Oh, nice. Oh, that game that Kay's playing now. Yep. How about that? So, so now that she wants to play with everybody, yeah, yeah. we potentially could from whatever platform we want to play it yep. on. Ma Correct. Whenever this manifests. So, so this all came out from Microsoft, I guess, was the stick in the mud from what it appears. No. no. <laughs> uh, during uh, GDC, they had discussed that not only were they looking to you know, combine multiplayer between PC and Xbox, which is another huge push and another thing we could get into. Yeah. Uh, but they also mentioned that they are open to the idea of, oh, how did they phrase it? Including other console and PC networks. 
not using PlayStation's name well, at all. Not naming names, just not maybe naming other. Because there's got to be someone else out there. Yeah, there's so many playing these games. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little uh, shitty. So originally, PS4 and PC were able to play Rocket League together. Uh, then the Xbox version came out, and because Microsoft also wanted that cross-platform, I think that sort of opened the doors for it. Uh, they did mention if you only want to play with Xbox players, you can filter accordingly. Oh, oh well, that's nice of them. That's, yep. Yeah. I guess. Well, it's kind of surprising how big of a deal it can be. Like, you think it's, it's sort of a small detail, but then when it's available yeah. and it's an option, yeah, I, you can I, actually I think... play with people. I think that was what it's makes like, it oh, wow. so exciting is that just sort of like I didn't even think that I uh, – like this thing has been denied to me for so long that now you give me the option. It's like, holy shit, yes, I wanted this. Because think about like you guys in like Destiny, for example. Like how many consoles yeah. has John played Destiny on? Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. All of the available ones. <laughs> yep. And All how two. many hours? Like, All two. How awesome – well – would it have been for John to be able to just play it once with with one with anyone? So, yeah, like, yeah. So um, giving giving players the ability to play the game on the console that they choose is just fantastic. Yeah, that's yeah. how it should be. Um, years ago, uh, I played Final Fantasy XI, which actually had cross platform between the PlayStation Two and the PC. Uh, I had PC version. And uh, my girlfriend at the time actually had the PlayStation 2 version. We we were able to play together, get into... Oh, we got on the same server together. We got to group How up and, and do everything. How did the PlayStation 2 even have internet? Oh, so this was... <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. You had to buy a specially bundled... Adapter. Um, yeah, it was an Ethernet adapter and a oh hard God. drive for the PlayStation uh-huh. 2. Because that consoles didn't have hard drives right, when yeah. the PlayStation 2 came out. Uh, I, the Xbox launched and, and had one, and people thought, why, why does this have a hard drive? What, what, what the hell? And then eventually so it became... So can patch the game forever. <laughs> that too, yeah. Um, but yeah, you had to get a whole bundle that had a, a hard drive and a broadband adapter and whatnot. Oh but if you God. got all of that, then yeah, you could freely play with anybody on PlayStation 2 or, or PC. Um and I remember after that just thinking, man, I, I really wish this, ha- this happened more often. Like, there are so many other MMOs or so many other games in general that's just like, why do I need to be limited to just the platform that I, I'm on? Uh, now, my big question here, if they're opening it up for Rocket League, and Rocket League already had the, the PlayStation and, and PC cross-compatibility, does this really open the door for further cross-platform for other games? Is Microsoft I just kind think of so? I think yeah. if, if it's a, a success and, and they don't see like a fifty percent drop in in sales or something like whatever they might fear this ridiculous thing. Well, I thought the restriction on cross platform that uh, the line I heard a while ago had something to do with how they controlled uh, the way uh, they let people release titles through uh, Xbox Live, and they had to have some sort of really strict. Uh, approval process and that's why a lot of people complain that it takes forever to release patches for xbox live games and i thought they the whole deal is they need they wanted to have microsoft wanted to have direct control over like what was on the platform and what their network was used for and having the cross uh platform stuff didn't jive with that i, I, 
I'm kind of paraphrasing something I, I read a long time ago. I think but. all they're doing is essentially opening the ports and yep. saying, go for it, devs. This is on you. Yeah, I, I mean, which is the way it should be, right. to be honest. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully this really does become a, a very widespread, like, okay, now now any game can do yeah. it. Yeah, and you picking a game like Rocket League that because it was free on PSN mm. and it exploded, like, it, it has the install base that... Xbox players, if they pick it up, are going to be like, oh, what? there's a there's a whole world of people that are still playing this game. Sure, yeah. Um, Online community is still hot, so. Yeah. Th- That'd be uh, interesting if they opened that up, the cross-platform, and then made it a, a Games with Gold free title. Yeah, I'm sure it'll hit that eventually. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got Street Fighter V, which is cross-platforming between PC and PS4 at this mm-hmm. point. The more it happens, the more excited I get that yeah. it's, it's just the way it should be because I am sick of the bullshit of, well, well I, just the idea of someone arguing for one console or the other at this point is just absurd to me. Like, I can't even, sure. I can't even fight about it. It's just like, they're the same. They're all the same. Like, you can nitpick about, like, uh, the PS4 has the stronger hardware. I'm like, sure, that's fine, but maybe the Xbox has the games I want, like two of them. And because of that, Mm -hmm. that's the reason I have it. Like, I'm not saying you're... Like, I'm not disagreeing that the PS4 might not be the better hardware. It's just that's the one I didn't get first. Sorry. Right. Well, the the whole point is the the exclusives are what build your, your user base. I mean, beyond that, the consoles are very similar. And then if you really want to split airs, you could say, well, if you just get a PC, you can... Do whatever you want. So I mean, you can't play Destiny. To each their own. Well, well, no. If you if you uh, stream from your Xbox to your PC, you can totally play Destiny through it <laughs> through your PC's <laughs> monitor, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. No. But the point is to each their own, and making it possible for everybody to just have their own copy of what they want on their own platform, and then play with other people. It's a good thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it is. Absolutely going to rely on the devs. For a game like Destiny that already mm. has solid player bases on each console, they need to come up with something creative if they want to combine those two consoles mm-hmm. to enable them to play together. Also, PlayStation has all those exclusive things that I guess you just match make only with PSN network people for that. I mean, that's possible. It's possible. It creates all sorts of headaches that one side or the other may just say, fuck it. But I I hope not. I hope there's more of this. I assume that Rocket League is going to be successful starting this. And I can't think of a better game for it. Yeah, we should definitely test it when it goes live. Because I'm pretty sure, Nanners and K, you've got a PS4 version of it. And then most of us have a PC version of it. Yep. So, yeah. Should put it to the test. We'll have to get an Xbox version. All in one game. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know when that goes live. Um, I don't know if Microsoft had announced when that was going to happen. Just that... Well, I suppose... Sometime soon in the future, it could happen. Potentially, maybe. Mm Mm-hmm. So where do we get into PC Master Race? 
I mean, we're already there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is implied. Well, we, we always just accept. There's still a line there because a lot of PC gamers are going to be very hesitant to buy anything from the Microsoft store. Sure. They're gonna if it's not on Steam, I don't want to buy it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, it just has the name Microsoft attached to it. So I mean, Origin is fine. I know well, why it exists. Well, I, it's better than you play. Not, it's better than you play. So yeah, yeah, it is. What what is that? Tell me what is bad about Origin other than the fact that you have to launch well, a different thing to get to a game. I have problems with the launcher itself. It crashes all the time. Whenever it tries to sync, it crashes out. That's so technical issues with the the software itself. I get the platform. I, I get that. Whatever. Yeah, I, the it's another is the issue. DRM platform. Who cares? Right. I mean, I, if the client works and I can actually launch a game, I don't care. Yeah, I I'll, I'll use. Uh, Origin or Steam or GOG had their thing for a while. I don't know if that's even still a it's thing. It's thing. Galaxy gotten still better. Uh, that, I haven't opened it What makes it that since... better than Origin? No, no. It, well, it's nothing. better than it was, I'm saying. No, but I'm... Is it better than Origin? No. no, no I was just saying, yeah, yeah, none of those are better. I'll use whatever. As long as it runs, I'll yep. use it. My problem with Origin is uh, oftentimes it crashes on me for no reason. I'm just like, and, okay. And I'm not really defending. I'm just playing devil's advocate for these things because people seem to be really angry that they have to launch a different thing to play a game that's not in Steam, which to me, it's just, come on. These developers are making <laughs> these, their own things on purpose. Steam is taking people. cuts of these games, and they can make their own GUI to launch a game. Sure, we've been doing that for years. We'll just add a store to it and give you a username and say, password. It gets you into our system, and then now you can see all of our games here. Like, why do you think Epic gave out Shadow Complex for free? So that you would get this stupid Epic launcher and see that they have a bunch of games in there. Yeah. Like, I, I this is really petty, but I, I don't like having, like, different friends lists so the whole thing here i mean it, it's it's a digital version of having separate consoles to be honest yeah. instead yeah. of turning on your playstation or your xbox and having your separate friend friends list I, yeah, on either one I don't, I don't like and putting the disc in either I don't one like having to be like well which friend has this then which friend has that and which where am i gonna play it and well, yeah, if nobody has a good system for if it has a you know, multiplayer aggregating game, all of like it. Now, how do I friend them? Because some of them are good and some of them are bad at like inviting friends to my yeah. game. What's your Blizzard ID? Also, the random number <laughs> attached to your name yeah. or your email address? Yeah, that. And, like, how do I? How do I? How do I friend? And uh, fuck it, I'll play alone. You need Can your I... 3ds friend code, which is oh, a. Oh my how god! Long is that? No, <laughs> twelve. No, monstrosity, yeah. we're not even going to get into Nintendo's <laughs> username nightmare. Yeah, see that? That's. I don't know. That's one of the, the things. No, that that's a completely acceptable gripe with mm-hmm. it because that is annoying. Yep. I agree. Like my Steam list has like 80 friends because I've had that for so long and added people over the years. My origin has like 15 because I've played <laughs> Titanfall with you guys. And that's about <laughs> the only one time multiplayer game I have in that Battlefield. Those oh, are yeah. like the two things that I've played out of there that are multiplayer. Didn't Battlefield it, it barely even used Origin? Like you got the game through that, and then it had its own like web based. It had its own web based whatever management thing. thing. Yeah. That, the more I think, I think about it now, and like how awful browsers have become, that seems like just a nightmare. 
Yeah, no. Well, hopefully the blurring of the line will force one or the other to become better, because it seems like consoles kind of just don't give a shit. I mean, I, I haven't had a console in years, so I'm really talking on my ass here, but with anything where you have more competitors, that's really going to force you to up your game. Otherwise, you yeah. won't be around for very sure. much longer. Yeah. I, well, the the Xbox is trying to catch up this generation. <laughs> Getting back to the hardware aspect of it, Microsoft yeah. seems like they're going the direction of having more of a... T or Modular? A, yeah, like a modular... A, piece which is kind of like some of the steam boxes had like you could pull out a graphics card and swap and you could upgrade Mm. the ram and stuff like that there it it seems like they're more in line with phones they're going to have their one os and a bunch of different hardware and maybe your game will run really well maybe it won't run super well but it'll all run okay (laughs) and you'll have the option i guess to maybe get an upgrade if it if you want it to run better correct uh whereas sony has just gone the full 32x route of making a playstation 4.5 wow or is it going to plug into the PlayStation 4? I, I really want like a 32x drop-in. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it could be like a like, giant dock that the PS4 like docks into. Yeah, and just becomes put a the case or, So it and I mean this is just the company's philosophy. They're doing the same thing they did at launch. Microsoft is constantly trying to shift and adapt and do something. Sony mm-hmm. is saying, "Nah, we're going to make another console. We're just going to do it early." No, we'll just make another one. Yeah. It should. Uh, they should take the Firefox route and just keep oh, releasing Jesus. new consoles every every whenever no, they feel like don't. it. Do you do you have a PlayStation Thirty Two yet? Well, this game works on PlayStation Thirty Three. Sorry, these were hellish years. <laughs> yeah, you probably should be. Can I can I ask a the, probably a terrible question? How do we feel about this in regards to? The new 3DS that came out, which is also like slightly better hardware, that was but it's fucking worse than this because yeah, they're restricting games based on it. Oh, well, sure, but I mean, Jesus what? Christ. How long before the PS4 games get restricted to just 4.5, or the or the Xbox games get restricted to then upgraded Xbox Ones or your Windows 10 PC? So I say the new 3DS is worse until Sony does the exact same thing. Then they're exactly. equally as awful. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. And on the Nintendo note in our Hardware Wars update here, apparently uh, the Wii U production is going to be halted later this year. So, I mean, makes sense with the NX on the way, but the thing is they've told us nothing about the NX. Mm-hmm. Like, at, at, at this point, like with the, the Wii U versus the Wii, we at least knew about the Wii U. We saw the controller before they, they stopped Wii production, I'm pretty sure. And now it's like, all right, well, we're not going to make Wii U's anymore, and there's an NX coming shrug it'll be a yeah, nintendo I, you'll like yeah. it it'll be a yeah. nintendo there's That's a new it. nintendo coming yeah i i do we use pretty good some of the games on it are good i, I like it I, the I still nx like will mine. probably was... be pretty okay yeah also i is. bet your <laughs> you can bet your ass that new zelda game isn't coming to the wii u now yeah seriously oh no it's it, it's gonna be another wii situation where uh twilight princess came out for it was like the last game on the gamecube and the first game on the wii 
it's going to be the same thing. We're going to have the new Zelda be, like, the last game on the Wii U and the first game on the I don't even know yep. if they if they're halting production. I don't even think they put it out on there. Because people are no, going to no, try no, and I'm get pretty it. sure it's – they. I thought one of the last things they said, though, was that the, the new Zelda is definitely still going to come to the Wii U. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that was in something recently. I'll, I'll find it. But I, I was pretty sure that was a statement they made. I feel like there should be some sort of wager on that one because I bet it sure. doesn't come to the Wii U. All right, all right. Let's play money making game. No, not money. <laughs> I'm not that confident. I'm just pretty confident Nintendo's that weird. No. All right. So um, unless Kay does some editing magic, we're over our hour here. So I'm gonna say lightning round on the final news topic here. We have to summarize this in one minute. No, we already had three. No, we didn't. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. <laughs> Technically, we had four bonus round yeah. because we it's talked bonus about. Round. The new hardware for all four or all three major consoles, and then we also talked about uh, the crossplay. Cross play. So I that's, that's the technically four. One topic. <laughs> Jalen, you're cheating. Yeah, I was cheating. <laughs> also, we referenced this earlier in the podcast case, so we have to at least mention it for thirty seconds. Okay, thirty seconds. Go. So, Battleborn put out. A message for post-launch <laughs> content. Was that the uh, the press release, I think, is what it was? It was their vision for post-launch content. It started with, Battleborn is done, and then ended with basically saying, see you in the beta? Yeah. Okay, so 30 seconds. How how can the game be done, but we're not going into, we're going into beta? That's, what's wrong with calling it a demo? Somebody just deleted alpha in that press release. I was going to say, I, th- I think demo normally is a a piece of a finished thing. So what they're saying is it's done, but it's going to beta. And beta is not a finished thing. So yeah. none of this adds up. It's a demo. I... Marketing found out that people like beta because <laughs> they feel like they're included in the industry. They want to be a games person. Sure. You're, you're getting something exclusive and special. I you're feel, in the beta. I feel good when I get into a beta. If they called it a demo, I wouldn't feel as good. Yeah. No, it seems like marketing's putting spin on that. Yeah. So, and I, I'm sorry to pick on Battleborn. They're just the most recent instance of this. This is not just them. This is just the things that are being passed off as beta, and especially if you have to pre-order to get into a beta early, like, yeah. It's gross. Classic betas, you couldn't... Yeah, I mean, you signed up for and just got randomly beta, selected. Beta. Or it's selected based on right. on some With, criteria. You couldn't pay to get into them. Right. That's not what it means anymore. It's Marketing right. has taken over that turn. Would you, would you say it's an iconic beta? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's going to wrap us. We're Bottle Fuchsia. You can find all of our content at bottlefuchsia.com. Uh, streams at Twitch dot tv slash bottle fuchsia videos and archives of the streams at youtube.com slash bottle fuchsia have a bunch of content going up over the next few days uh including this podcast probably uh you can find us at facebook and twitter at bottle fuchsia and that's it we are closer to an hour than i think we've ever been say goodbye everybody bye everybody bye everybody bye